All right, hello and welcome to the preview. This is the preview episode of the football chat room. Um, so this episode is just to preview the game Manchester City versus Arsenal at the Etihad Stadium. In this episode, we will give you records of the both teams. Um, that's that's, and of course our predictions for the game, predicted lineups, and then um. So. This should be a short episode. I was I now I have to say short episode because me and Precious seem to want to digress all the time. So yeah, I have to emphasize on that. Hello, Precious. Yeah, hello everyone. Welcome to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's get right into it. City versus Arsenal. Now, Arsenal are currently um Four points ahead of City, I think. That's what the Premier League table looks like. Just for confirmation, so that everything here. It's five points, actually. Sure. I don't think it's five. Yeah, it's five points. Okay, so in the Premier League table. Okay, now this is beautiful. Because, you know, you know it was four. And then City did not play during the weekend. In the game that Arsenal yeah. had to come back for a point. So, Arsenal have 32 games played. They have 75 points. Now, very importantly, Arsenal have a good 43. City have seven more goals than that. 50. Now, this is best impression because it happens that the league will get decided by goal difference currently at this point. And then... Of course, for 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 the league to be said by, by by goal difference, um, equal points. So City will win the league. Now, that's not half thirty two games played. City have thirty games played, a goal difference of fifty, and seventy points. Now, Arsenal play Manchester City today, or the other way around. Manchester City play Arsenal at the Etihad Stadium. <laughs> Precious, what are your thoughts? Just before we go. To get data, and where the fixture will probably be headed to, based on statistics. I think, um, I think Manchester are the best team in the league. I think they've been the best team in the league for a very long time. I think, in my opinion, Liverpool was the best team in the league for a little while, right? I think for like half a season, and where they really played very well. And but I think I think I think City has been like the best team in the league for a while now. So like as such, they they go into this match as favorites. So, but so like, you think before we start doing the whole analysis, mm-hmm. I I don't think I don't think anybody will win the game, right? Like mm-hmm. at this point. Because I really want Arsenal to win the game, right? But mm-hmm. based on the statistics, based on the data, it's it's City that is supposed to win the game. Yeah, like I know they are missing like Nathan Ake, but I think they still have enough. And Gadiel has been talking about fatigue and all that, but I don't think I don't think that they I don't think the players look fatigued, right? So. So I, I think if all things if all things are equal, like I think City win this game. They have more experience. They have 
better, more mature players, right? So I think and players that and they have Haaland, right? Before we start talking yeah. about anybody else. It's like it's like I, I was, I was having a conversation with someone today, and the person was like, just ju- just before we, we started recording, the person was like, um, Grealish has been the best city player, and I'm like, bro, there's a way somebody will oh, score, eh? you never even have mind to say that's in your say. There's no way you, Alan is clearly the best player for Manchester City. He's clear. He's okay, clear. so he let's has... let's just. I look think at I think there. especially, I know he scored like a lot of goals. In the first mm-hmm. half of the season, it was basically more like sure, right? Touches and all, yeah. but he is actually he's currently important to the way that they play, right? If you check the game against Bayern, right, that game was at some point pretty much even, not in scoreline, right, but in performance. But he was the difference because because of the split second decisions that he was able to make, right? Sometimes pressuring the goalkeeper, pressuring the defender. You know, like he was, he just seemed to always be in the miss, right? And then yeah. that passed to the Bruyne. So, like, when we think, okay, Haaland probably go for goal, and he just laid it off to the Bruyne. So, he just, he's not just a goal scorer anymore, right? He's very important to the way City play. Discipline. Like, if, is- if you, if you, if you see how it's, it's going currently, they don't sub him off for Alvarez. Right, Alvarez is seen as a replacement for De Bruyne, right? In recent games, rather than Haaland, right? We could see that in, in previous, like earlier in the season, it was um, Haaland goes off, Alvarez comes on, right? Yeah. Or when Haaland is rested, Alvarez plays, right? But of recent now, they play together, they play well together, unless he is like he's going to be rested. Uh, you know that okay, they are just resting him, but in the for me, that's how important he is. He has a role in the team now, right? So, in so, in in Pep's I think it will be unfair to say, yeah, in Pep, like, in Pep's, instead of okay. instead of sorry, sorry to interrupt you, yeah, instead of Grealish, I would even say Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva has been everything, like, he's so underrated. He is so, what's so your, what's your underrated. Like, just now you've got him into it. It picks itself. I think. I think the starting eleven picks itself. I think the only person that we are going to have a discussion about is Nathan Ake, right? And uh, probably Marius scored the hat trick at the weekend. Is he going to play? So, to that effect, I don't know if I don't if, I don't know if Laporte can do the job. Of Nathan Aki, right? Because Nathan, but I think, um, I think he's, I think the closest like for like replacement. I don't. He's not as mobile as Aki, right? But I think he's going to come into that lineup. I would. I don't think. I, I don't think if it was earlier in the season we'll be talking about Rico Lewis, but he has not been playing very regularly like since the World Cup, right? So I don't think there's a chance that he comes in. Another option is playing Walker, right? But I think Gajola would want that out ball, like to a left footer, you know, the same side of this is what we see when United play a right footer like on left left center back, right? Like yeah. it doesn't or just like we've seen with Dalot playing at left back, right? 
you don't receive the ball as freely as you would if you were if the your strong foot was closer to the the touch line. So I think I think it's Laporte to, to go straight to the point. I think it's Laporte that is going to come in, right? I think Marius is going to start on the bench. I think this is a very important game where I don't think uh, Guardiola will want to trade Bernardo Silva's engine. He's always running. He, he can do the defensive part of the game very well, and he's he's press resistant, right? Yeah. So I think he's. I think Bernardo Silva plays this game. Uh, I think Grealish plays, Haaland plays. The only changes is going to be uh, Laporte coming in. Yeah. Then for Arsenal, before I think Arsenal's eleven is going to be unchanged. I think it's going to be Jesus, Saka, and Martinelli, Jaka, Pate, Odegaard, Holding, Mahales, uh, Zinchenko, and Ben White, Ramsdale, and Go. So. I so line, line up, I think lineup will be the same. Um, now in game decisions, but just looking at, let's look at just so people can people listening can understand. Now in <laughs> in the last fifteen games between Manchester and Arsenal, in all competitions. <laughs> okay, Premier League, the last game, the last game, the one we remember very vividly, Arsenal won. Manchester City three. So basically, I'm I'm going, <laughs> I'm 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 getting I'm going to go get ahead of myself if I call all of these numbers because <laughs> the numbers are very ridiculous. <laughs> so in the last in the last fifteen games, let me just confirm that. Okay, so in the, in the last fifteen games, Arsenal have won. Only one. <laughs> then there has been one draw, <laughs> and City have won every other team. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> City have won thirteen out of the last fifteen times they played Arsenal, regardless of where they play. You know, Etihad, Emirates, same results. City winning, and so now, as, as a matter of fact. Miguel Ateta has never won Pep Guardiola in any competition at all. Arsenal have lost against Man City the last 11 times they've met them. These are fixtures that I don't know. You might want to say um, records records, get, records are there to be broken. But it's just like at, at Anfield. You know, you're, 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 you're not going there to think you would win Liverpool at Anfield. I mean, it's good to there to differ, there to be different, there to win, all of that stuff. But now, my from my perspective, I think that Arsenal lose this game, and I'm I'm, I'm not even seeing a small scoring. I'm I, I think Arsenal will lose this game by at least two goals. That's how much I am, and of course it's going to be two points clear with a game in hand. Now this is something I want to talk about. If Arsenal lose today, because I had a conversation with Twitter, it was an argument. Yeah, a lot of mad Arsenal fans at me coming at me. But basically, if Arsenal lose this game and lose the title. Would you attribute it to inexperience, a young squad, an unfinished product, or is it just plain capitulation? I think. Um, I think it's. I think it's uh, an inexperience, and 
a slim squad because you can see with just a couple injuries, everything is they are not playing to the same standard as they used to, right? You have been very vocal, right, about how it's going to be at Teta's fault. I've been seeing you on Twitter and all that. You seem to be anywhere they call at Teta, you seem to be there <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> but I don't think it's his fault because if you say it's at Teta's fault, then you might as well blame Ten Hag, right, for us being out of the Europa and uh, us not winning the league. Right, because there were times no, where we but, were so but it's 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 Ten Hag's first season. Now even Pep Norwin, yes. the only manager, the only manager I know won his the league in his first season in multiple clubs is Conte. Yeah. Even so, even Pep himself did not win the league in his first season. No, we're, we're not so, talking about first season or okay. not, right? Because we are talking about this season. No, I was just yes. trying to address what happened with Ten Hag. I, I, I don't expect Ten Hag. Now, now to put this into perspective, I expect that we challenge for the title next season. Now, for example, yeah, you can see that most of these players are mostly still coming of age. Do you understand? They are not mm-hmm. even... Except for like the exceptionally gifted ones like Haladou is 22 and tearing up everything right now, right? But 22 <laughs> is not the age where you'd be like, Okay, this player is supposed to be showing a lot of consistency you get. And if he has been able to bring it out from these players, like, to the level that they currently are right now, like, I think he's doing a, a great job because I think there was, we were talking about Guardiola and everything Guardiola was doing. And I was explaining to you that there are players that you just cannot play a certain way with. Right, what is the difference between what is going on with Arsenal now and previously? Just William Saliba, Rob Holding can never be that player. You get like at this point, there is no two ways about it. He will never ever be the player that Saliba is, right? In possession, everything, and we can all see, right? I don't know. I don't know if I've said this to you before, but. I always say that Gabriel is the weak link in that defense. You get he is not composed, right? There's a foul and he probably cost a penalty today. That is that is the kind of player that he is, right? So I think it would be judging him too harshly because he has not he has, he might he might as well be there four years. He has not been back. I don't think he has been back well enough to win the league. If he does it, like, it's going to be like a miracle, considering what the Premier League is at the moment, right? Because if you look at it, Gabriel Jesus and Zinchenko is, I think they are the only two players that we assigned that have really had, like, an impact this season, mm-hmm. right? So, if you check Martinelli, I, I know he was bought, right? But he was not bought as a first team, like, to play first-team football, yeah. right? So, so he really has not been backed enough, right, by Arsenal. And Arsenal has what they've been doing this season is, yeah, we will just say we want to sign Caicedo, and then when Chelsea show interest, we'll back off and say, oh, it's Chelsea, we couldn't compete financially, right? <laughs> we want Mudrik, right? Chelsea enters the group chat. 
with Arsenal right. left. Yeah, of whatever Modric is doing now, right? We'll never know, right? If he was playing for Arsenal, how he would have performed, right? Because we've seen players that we really wanted, players like Joao Felix, right? And players like Sterling that really did considerably well at Man City. You get, we've seen them play badly. Going uh, play badly at Chelsea. Even yeah, as so, after dropping levels of performance. Exactly. So we cannot say if Arsenal had a hundred million signing, it wouldn't probably have boosted their confidence. So, we'll never know. I'm just saying that like if Ateta was really back, there is a hundred million signing. There were four players that came in this season, you know. There was backup in the midfield. It would be a whole different conversation, right? He was able to bring in Jorginho, no matter what he wants to say about Jorginho, right? <laughs> Jorginho is not that guy. He's just not that guy. At least, not anymore. Do you understand? Like, the idea of playing Jorginho as a single pivot in the Premier League is just not possible, right? Because you have to defend. You need players like Rodri. There is a reason why Gadiola always plays Rodri because Rodri will pull your shirt. You get yeah. But if Jorginho is pulling your shirt, you might take him along with you. (laughs) (laughs) So, like I'm saying, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. I'm saying if Ateta was backed, you get, and he's had this much time, and he has been backed consistently, who are the players that gave him? He's not the one that signed Pepe now. He's not the one that signed Nicolas Pepe. He, he basically inherited the sins of the previous coaches and they told him that there is no money. Right? And so I think it's progress coming out from outside Champions League positions and bringing to the club to a title race. <laughs> that, is, that is some magical stuff. Like, if he manages to win the league this season, it's going to be like, those to him like we are talking about us now potentially having an 80 point finish in the premier league like when was the last time that us now were able to do that anyway like, even the uh, even the managers that bro. probably have been back to an extent we are not able to even come anywhere close to that yet so i think yeah. it won't really be his fault but i feel like if you find yourself in a fight that you do not plan to be in. I think it's also your responsibility to do your best. Yes, to fight. Yes. And that's my point. Yeah. Now, I've been saying, uh, I've been saying, of course, I believe Atita has overachieved with this squad. I believe he has, he has, he has done well to bring now. Yeah. I mean, but it his... wouldn't change the fact that he bottled it. If yes, he that, that was yeah. my, that is my point. Because at some point, they were 14, 14 points clear. So like, you get, it's I'm, a bottling. All of these things, basically, what I was saying is that eh, if they lose the league, you're not going to blame Ateta. You're not going to say Ateta should be sacked. But you also also have to admit that they bottled it. They bottled it. The whole team bottled it. The whole team bottled it. Everybody bottled it. Because 14 points clear, bro. Like, to lose a 14-point lead is... It's difficult to even do. You know what is 14 points? 14 points is... 14 points is four games. Like, you and have yeah. to lose four games. And your, op- your opponent has to win, win four of those four. games that you lost. 
Yeah, you before you one. get 12. Before you get 12. <laughs> and then you draw one. Or you draw two. Four losses and no, two no, draws. No. But okay, this is, this is one thing I want to comment on, right? Mm-hmm. At this point, I think Ben White should have been playing centre-back. And then you find any right-back at all. Or... Or... No, Tomiyasu has been injured. So... He got injured the same time that Saliba got injured. So Saliba, yeah. He has been out. And Suarez is, is at Fulham right now. So that ship has sailed. So, but I'm thinking like any other person, bro, like dig deep into your squad to the youth teams. Guy, Holding is just not that player. And he's never going to be. Now, another solution, right, is playing a back trick. Jonathan, like playing a back five, mm-hmm. literally, and probably bringing in plays the way plays the way uh, uh, Gadilla plays a back five, right? So that the wingers, the actual wingers, have to help help us in defense. Yeah. So if you do it that way, you have one of the wingers coming back in defense, but. If you transition to attack quickly, he can. The person can easily. Let's say somebody like Saka that has experience playing further back, right? Because he was a left yeah. wing back before, right? Now, mm-hmm. put him on the right wing back kind of hybrid position. He has a very good engine. Do you understand? So mm-hmm. when you're defending, you defend with Saka there, and you you play your three center backs with Zinchenko. As the left wing back, yeah, yes. or Tierney, right? And then, like, I just feel like and he has been trying to when play. You're, when you're attacking, the the fourth player in defense moves to midfield. Yes, exactly. So you can push, you can maintain the same attacking shape, right? But in defense, you need numbers because, bro, you're defending 14 points. Like, it's better you had draws. Like the situation would not have been this dire by now, you get. But mm-hmm. they had to lose games, and they have lost games. And Man City is now in very, very good form. So. Prime position. Anyway, um, but I want this. It is out. one thing I have to say is, it's football. You know, it's football. Anything can happen. You know, all these games, all these games that we watch, and then you hear like. Man, you have not lost a game at home to Leicester in 14 years, mm-hmm. 25 years. And funny enough, it becomes that day in front of your eyes. <laughs> that, that, record, that record melts away, right? And it's really what I'm hoping that happens today, but I cannot say, I cannot even be of the opinion that Arsenal will win this game. Now we win this game. I'm just anyway, um, I, have to, I have to publish now. I have to publish by 6.30 so that people have enough time to listen. So, thank you. This episode will be out by 6.30. I probably Who do you want to win this game? Manchester City. <laughs> ah, you want them to get our treble, guy? Yeah. Don't get any treble. I, I, I can assure you that Madrid will win City. Um, there is no I... doubt in my mind that Madrid will win Madrid City. lost the weekend. I, I, I don't care if... I don't care if they lost Yesterday and they have listened to them in the Champions League. That they have Haaland. Champions League club. They will win City. They have Haaland now. Haaland they seems to be a Champions League player. 
Okay. Let's till Tuesday. And we will have an episode. <laughs> of course, I want Real Madrid to win now, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, things are different this year. It's not even... It's not even... It's, it's beyond... For, for me, in the Premier League, it's beyond what I want. I I, I, I think I don't like to predict with what... But I like to use the existing data and current form to predict. Because, I mean, there was a time where I told someone, I think it was in Ole's last season, that there is no way on this earth that United will win Liverpool or Man City in that season. Because data was staring yeah. me in the eyes. Now, the data against Arsenal is massive. And I just have to be on the side of objectivity and not what I want. And so that's why I think City will win this game. I say, who did you want? I do not say who who is going to win. I still I want you want to win. I don't... <laughs> I don't... <laughs> so, how did your long speech? You have confessed. You want City to win this game, not the I data or anything. Me, I, I you just plain old ones. Less of a fan, but I think there are. I think there are other avenues where where we know we can stop City from winning the league. And so we should move on from wanting things that will most likely not happen and fighting them with the Champions League and FA Cup finals. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I think we should publish now. It's, it's 6.30. Yeah. Thanks, so thanks guys, so for listening. Bye. <laughs>